Today we talk about Do fertility medications cause you to create ovarian cysts? I'm Dr. Mark Amos, and this is Taco About Fertility Tuesday. If you've been through fertility treatment, you're aware of the situation. You're going in for your ultrasound to either start treatment or getting ready for treatment, and your doctor does an ultrasound and finds a cyst. Holy cyst. What just happened? Because of this cyst, you can no longer undergo treatment this month, or you have to postpone it for another month. But the question is, how did you get that cyst? Was it the medication? Was it something else? That's what we're going to discuss today and talk about Fertility Tuesday. I think it's first good to understand that the word cyst is just a generic grab bag term. It's no different than saying automobile. If you have a truck, a van, a car, we still call it an automobile. Well, that's the word cyst. A cyst is just a fluid-filled sac. But a cyst can be cancer. It could be endometriosis. It could be a normal follicle. Now, to understand cysts, you have to understand where they come from. There are physiological cysts, which is when you, every month, develop a follicle, a cyst is there, and then it ovulates and becomes another physiological cyst called a corpus luteal cyst. And that's the cyst that makes progesterone and supports the pregnancy. Now, there are pathological cysts that are not supposed to be there. Those would be things like cancer. That would be things like endometriosis. Pathological cysts rarely go away, whereas physiological cysts do go away. Most time, every month, you make those cysts and they go away before you start your next cycle. But there are times when you will have a weird period, maybe get your period a day or two late, and you probably have a cyst. Matter of fact, a lot of times when you're having intercourse and you have some pain, it's possible you hit that cyst and that caused your pain. But why do we see more cysts when you're going through fertility treatment? Well, the first thing to understand is you may have had cysts the whole time. Even though you've never been told you have a cyst, you also haven't had many ultrasounds every other month or every month to find out if you do have a cyst. And so you're going to have an increase in the discovery of the cyst because you are checking it more often. But what I'm saying here is that having your eyes closed doesn't make someone not there. Well, having your eyes open does make it there. So in that same principle, you're always getting cysts, you just didn't know you have them. So now you're seeing them. So does that mean that the medications don't make more? Well, no, they actually do, but not for the reason you may think. A lot of people get worried about being on medication and getting cysts. And I always tell them, don't be worried about that. It's not the medication causing the cyst. It's actually the medications giving you more opportunities to have cysts. Let me explain. If You drive 200 miles a day in the car to go around town or go to work, whatever you're doing. And another person only drives 20 miles a day to go to work and do their daily activities. The person who drives more has a higher risk of getting in the car crash. Not because they're a better or worse driver, but because they drive more. They have more opportunities. Well, the same thing goes with cyst. If you take medication, and make more cysts, then you're going to have a better chance of having cysts. 
So if you're making lots of follicles and they don't resolve, you have a higher chance of cyst. So it's not really the medication causing the cyst, but giving you more opportunities. Things like artificial inseminations, also called IUIs, you make fewer follicles. And since you make fewer follicles, you may not make as many cysts. But in IVF, you're trying to make multiple follicles. And in that situation, you can have increased chances of having cysts. Now, I think it's important to understand cysts are not that concerning. I always joke around that cysts happens, and they're especially not concerning when they are somewhat expected. That's why we do a baseline ultrasound. The baseline ultrasound during treatment is to make sure that there is no cyst at the beginning of the cycle. If you undergo treatment and then we see a cyst at the end before we start the next treatment, we know where it came from. We're not scratching our heads going, could this be a cancer? Could this be something else? Because we know where it came from. We checked prior to starting. But if you go in for the first ultrasound, you've never been seen by that doctor, and they see a cyst, they can't just move forward with treatment. Because one, we don't know how long that's been there. We don't know if it's physiological or pathological. And so the one thing we do is we wait, which is frustrating because you've waited this whole time to get here. You're finally excited to start treatment. And now someone says, you got to wait. Now, if that cyst goes away, then we know it was just a physiological cyst that resolved. And if it stays there, we know it's likely pathological. And then the question is, does it need to be removed? And that's where you have to look at certain factors to determine if it may be as cancerous or if it can be pathological and cause other issues, such as endometriomas. Now, endometriomas are very interesting. They look like a thing called a corpus luteal cyst. The difference is a corpus luteal cyst, if you go and wait long enough, they'll disappear. But endometriomas don't. And so it's a little bit difficult to decipher the two because you have to wait some time. Now, if you have a cyst that looks like endometrioma and then goes away and then comes back, it probably wasn't an endometrioma. So the question is, what do you do with these cysts? Well, you always want to allow a cyst to resolve on its own if it can. You can never justify surgery if there's not causing you any problems. Imagine you have a cyst that's going to go away in the next four weeks. And you go and do a surgery and something happens and they nick your bowel. And now you have a bag attached to your abdomen collecting the stool for the next several months as they try to heal your bowels. All because you removed the cyst that you didn't know was going to go away anyways in the next month. What if there's a cyst, but you have severe diminished ovarian reserve? Well, there's another situation where surgery should be avoided if possible because although the cyst may be causing some issues, such as pressure symptoms and discomfort, anytime you remove a cyst, you're going to hurt the ovaries. And that's because the eggs are on the outside of the surface of the ovaries. They're not inside of the ovary near the center. They're on the external portion. And there's no way to remove a cyst without hurting that external portion. So for women who have severe diminished ovarian reserve, we will tend to wait to do surgery until we've at least exhausted other options. Now, there are situations you absolutely have to do surgery. If you're concerned it's cancerous or someone has severe pain or it's even blocking your ability to do treatments. In all those situations, surgery is absolutely necessary and the benefit outweighs the risk. 
I tend to use the same rule with endometriosis. If someone doesn't have any clinical pain and the endometrioma is under four centimeters, is not blocking the path of being able to retrieve eggs, I recommend not doing surgery and only doing surgery when either those symptoms develop or if it's getting larger and larger and causing problems or we cannot access the ovaries for something like IVF. Otherwise, I think the benefit of removing a 1-2 centimeter endometrioma has such little benefit on fertility that the risk of the complications from surgery is not worth it. Now, as I always talk about, what I'm talking about is very generic. You always need to talk to your doctor and you have to make a plan. There are always times that removing a cyst may be worth it, even when it may go away. But that's a decision you have to make with your doctor. But in general, you don't need to remove a cyst that's going to go away in a short amount of time. So next time you have a cyst and you're about ready to start treatment, remember, it's not the medication causing a problem. It's the opportunities it created to allow you to develop a cyst because cysts are supposed to happen. And that's because cyst happens. I hope this was helpful for everyone and maybe help answer a few questions people had. As always, if you like this, please tell your friend about us. Review us on your favorite medium. As always, if you have questions, send me a question on our Facebook page, Talk About Fertility Tuesday, or to our email, tbft at newdirectionfertility.com. Until next week, this is Talk About Fertility Tuesday. Fertility Tuesday.